everybody, and welcome back to You Wanna Do What? The podcast where Dungeons and Dragons sometimes happens. I am your Dungeon Master, DM Duncan. Tonight, we are back to the good old Tim Hopper, Apollo, Lula, all of them, Agony, Umbra, the good people, and... Oh, I'm Throckmorton, eh? You know that guy everybody loves, eh? I, I get the maple syrup, eh? You know, you like me, eh? All right, so before we get started, I want to say thanks to all the people over at the Real Fresh channel because they have been doing some amazing work. The guys over at Oz9, some hilarious new episodes. Fay Earth also doing some really good stuff. I'm downloading their new episode, Season 2, Episode 24, Reviving Old Traditions Part 2, right now. So, no spoilers. I'm going to listen to it after we're done. <clears throat> Love, as well, to Primus Sharp Edge, the dice, the dice makers that we are giving away a hoodie from. Don't forget, it's a quick contest. Make an NPC. Just make them interesting. Give them... Give them something that makes people want to like them, and the most likes wins a free hoodie. Speaking of free stuff, don't forget to get 10% off on us at Dubby using promo code you want to do what at checkout. Check out our Twitter, you'll see the link. It's also on our Facebook, or email us anytime at you want to do what podcast at gmail.com. <clears throat> oh, I almost sound like I know what I'm doing. Even join everyone currently waking up in the tavern. Now, I'm going to set the mood here, so does anybody need me to remind them of the uh, the conditions of the Blackberry? Yes. Sorry, the dragon and Blackberry. Yes. I am very, very much well having... yourself. I'm, I'm... Well, I was going to say... Oh, oh, what's going on? Oh. Well, I was gonna say, um, oh, I can't, now I can't even remember what I was gonna say. What's, oh, god damn it. Never mind. Ignore me. Very well. It is a grand half-timber, half-brick building with a tiled roof, mosaic floor, and the accommodations consist of several rooms with simple wooden beds and one luxurious room currently occupied by the Lady Lula herself. Apollo finds himself resting in the top of the rafters as the inn does not so much come to life, but starts to wake up for the day as Tim Hopper with his little taking the last grape in his mouth early in the morning with a little out of the dustbin, finding a letter on his head. Oh, uh, I check for the appropriate seal and stamps, stamps of approval. It is unmarked with the exception of a wax seal. Oh. Unmarked a lot. So I would have mission open. You do so. Uh, and you see the note reads if you keep looking uh, for the dagger you're going to find the blade oh as you see oh that's fair enough as you see this look around and you see the bartender is nowhere to be seen agony umbra and apollo all waking up 
their appropriate times with Lula as the sun rises. What do you guys want to do? For a good hour now, I've been doing nothing. I'm but going. Didn't did a letter get slipped under my door? Everyone. I want to read my letter. It's the same letter. Nothing else is different. I roll for perception. Or what would it be? You roll for investigation. Oh, hey, guys. I just got okay. Guitar Hero 3 for the box set. Like the whole uh, thing for Guitar Hero 2. Investigation for or perception? Guitar Hero 3. Uh, investigation. Perception would be to see, like, if you want to see how well-written it is, to, like, really scrutinize it, but investigation would be to actually, like, take a look at the paper and try to suss it out. Is a 26 good? With a 26, you notice that this is very ordinary paper. You couldn't pick this out of a stack of paper if you tried. It's just ordinary paper. However, you know this particular stroke. You've seen this kind of pen before. You know that whatever pen made this, as sloppily as it was written, was made with an incredibly expensive pen. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I'm gonna keep that to myself, by the way. Very well. Oh, by the way, uh, <clears throat> for everyone at home, you can't see this, but uh, I have our virtual tabletop going. And for anyone uh, of the players, for any character that is flattened, for lack of a better way of saying it, ignore them, please. Oh, um, so would I see uh, Lula coming out of her room now? I haven't come out of my room. I would like to burn my letter without reading it. You do so. So you take the letter. How would you like to burn it? I would like to use a bedside candle. Make a constitution Ooh. saving throw. Ah, uh, all right. Yeah, we'll have letters. Thing two is my modifier at 16. As you burn the paper, coughing, you can tell that the paper has been laced with a substance designed to make you ill as you inhale, <laughs> but resist. Oh, then I should have let you know. I, seeing how the letter was for me, I would have nibbled at the pages, the edge, but I'm also immune to diseases. You're immune to poison. <laughs> Thanks. So, I didn't ask you to because you're immune to, immune to poison, this I know. Uh, you knew, you do me. You know me. <laughs> oh, what do you guys want to do? Wait. Is there poison stuff on it? Like, wouldn't I get affected? Only if you said that you put it anywhere near your mouth or tried to burn it. Oh. 
Umbra's just built different. It really is. Very well. As all this is going on, Tim Hopper, you being downstairs as this is all going on, what you see the bartender walk over, clutching at his hand, saying, I'm sorry! I tried to stop them! And oh, it uh, falls uh, over unconscious. Oh, uh... Oh, I, shit. I poke him, and I use one of my key points. You know, he... he poisons, diseases, uh, status conditions are healed, and he gains one... Uh, sorry. He heals 3d10 plus 10 damage. Okay, oh, well, he only has a total of 12 hit points, so... He comes back to full health. He looks at you, holds up his hand, and you notice three missing fingers. I oh, tried uh, not to me... tell them, but they got to one of you. Oh, uh, let me grow those back for you. And I as poke soon him as again. you say that, he passes out. All right, I poke him again and heal him again, regenerating his fingers. <laughs> do so, but he remains unconscious. I would like to remove the fingers. No. What? God damn it. Fingers are already gone. Uh, hey, like... bestie, can you strangle him for me real quick? Absolutely. <laughs> you guys aren't there. Uh, if he goes to come down yet. Oh, no, oh, I said, I meant IRL. <clears throat> oh, are you actually going to, uh, do that because he's dead if... guys i don't know what to do <laughs> if he goes... like I can still hear him talking <laughs> memphis are you with I us i lost my memphis. dear husband edgar sometimes i can still hear his voice oh, memphis. after burning the letter i would like to exit the room <laughs> you do so as you exit the room, going downstairs, you see, in fact, that the bartender lies unconscious as Tim Hopper pokes new fingers onto him. I would like to say, geez, you must have really gotten mad, huh? Oh, um, actually, he fell unconscious after I noticed his fingers were missing. So you rip off his fingers and then beat, and then beat him unconscious. Why would That's, I do that? It's new, but well, I'm sure we can cover this up with the guard. Uh, that being said, Lula's gonna walk down, like, fly, like, float downstairs, look at uh, Tim Hopper and Umbra standing over the guy that's, like, putting his fingers back on, and I look at Tim, and I go, you know, the same amount of force it takes to bite into a carrot is the same amount of force it takes to bite off a finger. You see, Tim looks kind of grossed out and disgusted by that remark, <laughs> and he... And he's like, actually, someone was actually torturing him, and he he said that he resisted the best he could. Uh, apparently, Umbra, what did you do? Uh, a hand to, to to the sky, I guess. I don't know. Hand to Bickle, that this was Tim Hopper himself. I came downstairs. He was standing over the unconscious body, pricking new fingers into place. And I'm mad. supposed to believe you. 
The arsonist, the one who's the clinical liar? I just woke up. Like, what am I gonna do? Commit arson. Yes, but not yet. <laughs> I just woke up. Did you not hear me? But what, why do I smell something burning? We're not gonna talk about that. I uh, say we go ahead and leave Umbra. the tavern right now. I'm still upstairs. <laughs> You're made of fire. I would You're like right. to wake up. And I would like to start carefully analyzing the letter as I walk downstairs to walk into the whatever mess is going on there. I'm trying to frame Tim for sword as, as as they're er, doing that, I finish healing up him and go. Why would I hurt someone? You you flew off the handle. You had too much to drink last night or something. I don't know. I'm gonna turn to Lula and go. What the hell is going on? What did he do now? I don't know. I walked down and they're putting fingers on a body. God damn it, Umbra. And I'm going to turn to Umbra and <laughs> I'm going to look at lie. him my arms and raise my eyebrow, <laughs> waiting for an explanation that makes sense. I love how we both just assume it was Umbra that did it. <laughs> it has to be. It, it wasn't me this time. I just woke up. I came downstairs. Tim was standing over an unconscious man pricking new fingers into place. And you expect I... me to believe that? Why? That, because that's, that's what I said! That sounds like such a lie! And I'm gonna I, I... point at Tim Hopper and go, you're telling me that right there would do oh, that. I think so, because that's, that's the best point. explanation we have. Tim Hopper I've... is the least violent thing among us! As you guys are yelling and pointing, he cowers down into a ball and goes, he, he, he did He's not entirely lying. He di he didn't do it. it. It was someone else, though. Oh, yeah, so now you're trying to pin the blame on Tim, huh? Look, I'm just like you did it. I'm just going with the most effective story I have available. And right now, I come downstairs. I see Tim over an unconscious body. I've been awake for ten minutes. I haven't even committed arson yet today. And there's a man missing his fingers and Tim trying to help him. Tim, after he injures someone, what does he always do? Attempt to fix the damage he caused. Okay, and maybe you ate the fingers for all we know, because you're weird. Why would I DM? eat fingers? Um, I, I, <laughs> I did. Can I roll for, for, for perception real quick? I want to, like, see if anyone's, like, listening to us or watching us. You're alone. I'll tell you that much. In fact, the room is very noticeably empty. Uh, oh, that's creepy. I, I'm definitely going to roll perception for that. Like, why is it so empty? Like, not even a fire going? Also, hey, oh. I, I can change that for you. I'm the fire, Ganassi. What do you 23. mean? The room, aside from the gentle breeze, is completely silent. I don't fact, like that. You know, it's so quiet. That sounds like beyond you, there's nothing living there. Living? I don't like how you phrase living. I, I like how you, how you ruined my game, but guess what? We're even now. <laughs> I, no, I, I, can't, I could not ask for a better game. This is just hilarious. I would like to look around for any doors and, if possible, to exit while I say I'm going to go look for the actual 
perpetrator while I give Umbress a nasty pair of eyes. Oh, right. It's all right if you accuse someone, but I can't. That's a little bit double standardy, don't you think? Shut Agony. up. <laughs> I mean... Okay, so clearly something happened to this body. He's not dead. I just made sure he wasn't. Can I use detect thoughts on the unconscious guy? Oh, let me look. Let me look. Let me look. I mean, it would like, be all. I want to try to see if I can see what his last like thoughts were. Ooh. Okay. 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 Bear with me. Oh, Bear with funny. me. That is brilliant. Bear with me. For the duration, you can read the thoughts of certain creatures when you cast a spell. <laughs> Yes, technically you can. Um, questions verbally directed at the torture become... Uh, are, oh, you could even... Questions verbally directed at the target uh, creature naturally shape the course of its thoughts so the spell particularly effective as part of an interrogation. Ooh! Oh, I've used this before. This isn't a new spell. I didn't... Long story short, I would never have thought about using that as part of an investigation on an unconscious person. Well, yeah, because then they can't fight it. Arguably, they would have disadvantage because they would be unconscious, but yes, they would not be able to fight it as hard. So, if you'd like to use Detect Thoughts... Mm-hmm... Also, I miscalculated. It would have been 3d10 per hit. It would have been three hits, so it would would have been six, nine d10. Okay, so so if you want to go deeper, uh, da, 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 da. okay, okay. So as you Detect the thoughts. You feel a single copper piece lift from your person as the focus. You see in his mind, not words, but you see his last images. Mm. You see the thought of him cleaning a glass. He holds it up. He holds it up again. looks around he grabs a small bottle from under the bottle under the bar he looks up as he pulls the cork from the bottle with a in stands a figure where are they you see him terrified where are they she would also be able to clearly see what the figure looks like the next hour is a blur of torture and finger cutting. Oh. Until he finally gives up one name. What name? Throckmorton! Ah, room three! And then I'm you gonna... see a fist and darkness. <sighs> I am going to look at everybody and just immediately 
make a beeline for Throckmorton's room. I take off with her. And then I have to kind of wait a bit because I'm... And, like, the look on her face is kind of, like, heavy concern. As you all head towards Throckmorton's room, heading upstairs, uh, Tim, I assume you're staying downstairs with the bartender? I'm taking. I'm carrying the bartender with me. He's as light as paper to me. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Very well. So you take the bartender. You walk to Throckmorton's room. You find the door locked in front of you. you want no it? door is locked with uh, with me around, and I use my um, thieves' tools and try to pick the lock. Is that a sleight of hand? Yes. Okay. Hold on. I'm good at lock picking the things too. How's the twenty nine? Nice. Bullshit. That's what that is. <laughs> you know what this is the sound of? Be lighting a joint. <laughs> I'll join you. The twenty nine. All you hear is as the lock. Opens. The door swings inward. You see the figure laying gently on the bed. <coughs> Roll for investigation. To see if he's alive. Or if that is even him. Eighteen. I'm going to send you a message. Okay. What do you see? I'm standing behind her, holding the body. to let out a gasp and cover her mouth with her hands and um, turn around like her eyes are wide and she just looks horrified. Uh, uh, maybe I should go help. I, I hand over uh, the body that I'm carrying to who, let's see, who would be Agony? Huh? Uh, hold, hold this. Oh, and yeah. you got an unconscious person in your arms. I'm gonna hold the unconscious person and my hair is gonna gently put it a bit warm. And I'm gonna go into the room. And go up to the figure on the bed. Have my anti-magic claws ready to dispel magic. 
What do I see? Or investigation check. I would like to jump over the bar, stealing bottles of alcohol. God damn it. And I no couldn't hear what you said. What? Oh, I said that I wanted to jump over the bar and start stealing whole bottles of alcohol. Oh, no, Tim Hopper, make your check. Wouldn't it be medicine? Does it really got to be uh, just, investigation? I said it could be medicine or investigation. Just oh, roll! Thank, oh, thank goodness, it's a... Uh... Alright, one moment. 1d20. Plus. Medicine. 20. I have sent you a private message with the information. The exact same thing I sent Lula. No, I can I can fix that. No. Dude, you can't. But I I, I have resurrection abilities. With this, with your medicine check, you can tell he was tortured to death. Well, it, it, it wasn't past 24 hours. Him, his soul has left this mortal coil. Uh, uh, I know, I know what, I know your decision on this, but still, Tim being Tim, because he, he knows, uh, as an action, it, uh, he can touch a corpse that has been dead within the past 24 hours, he can return it to life, and he reg regains 4d10 plus 3 hit points, and any subject of the following conditions, such as blind, deafness, paralyzed, poisoned, stunned, any, anything like that, it's, automatically healed, so he's still gonna attempt it. Okay, and, uh, uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna send you something. Tim wouldn't know that, so he would still... Oh, yes, 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 yes. I'm just letting you know that's why it would not work. I understand. But I'm not trying Tim's to have like, any spoilers. So, but Tim is like, uh, uh, I, I, I can save him. It, it hasn't been 24 hours. I, I can. And he puts his hands on, on his throat, goes and starts mending the throat, and then he casts Resurrection. I channel his key through him. It fails. <clears throat> Why isn't it working? Why, why won't, why, why won't it, like, e-flow through? If you guys want to find out, you can make a religion check. I will make a religion check. You certainly can. Because you are friends with two deities, I will give you advantage. 
why won't why won't my magic work? Twenty-four. I know. I, I know it's not yeah. really magic, but I was told the soul has power. He, he must still have a soul. I right? have sent you a private message with what the condition is. Lula's gonna. Lula isn't gonna turn around, but she's gonna tell him that. Tim, this. This couldn't be stopped. You couldn't have stopped this. You can't change you, it. You can't make it different. You see Tim, now crying, curls up in a ball and just like starts punching at the floor. Full force, punching the floor. So as. <laughs> As the stealing of bottles commences, roll a d100 to see how many bottles of alcohol you swipe. Uh, you got it. Uh, oh, fuck. Look, the, uh, 38. The you find 38 bottles of assorted alcohol. You know what? I can start a lot of fire with this. I'm happy. The floor's strong enough to handle punches from a monk, right? No. As you start to punch, you realize if you don't start pulling them, those cracks are going to get worse. As the only thing that you can hear is every time you pull your fist away, another... And eventually... As you snap one of the boards clean in two. Let's see what I would have rolled. I don't. I rolled a six, so that's not too bad. So twenty-four. What was it you're rolling to do? I was just rolling my punch. Oh, no, you didn't need to worry about a punch. I mean, it's just a floor. It doesn't have an AC. It just, you keep hitting it. Why? So as you all you see... someone want him dead? <laughs> as this happens, you all hear... Lula's gonna like jump and kind of squeak. I would like to open one of the bottles of alcohol and pour it on Agony's hair to attempt to start a fire using the flames from the fire Ganassi hair. Uh, Tim's gonna be a sobbing, crying mess, punching the floor, uh, saying he could, he can't, he's useless, he can't help him. You know what? Lula's going through her own ego death, so Tim Hopper's just gonna have to deal with his. Lula is going to uh, 
regain her composure and go down to the knocking. As you head down to the knocking, the only thing you see is a single figure walking through the gates with two guards on either side. Oh? Do I recognize this person? You do not. I don't? All you see is a short, hunched figure with a dark hooded cloak. <laughs> you have no idea who it is. Okay. They're probably still hearing the impact of Tim's punches. Yeah, so as you punch away, Lula looking off to the gates, seeing <clears throat> two guards standing just outside the gates as they are now open for the day. You look around, noticing that the sun has been up from barely half an hour. Bartenders already recovering from major magical reattachment. There's a dead person in the other room, and you haven't had breakfast. guys want to do um i already told you what Tim's doing i would like to give um no uh i don't i don't know <laughs> that was kind of a scene there L lula's kind of in shock right now yes and lula as you walked out the door you notice that you actually had to unlock it to get out. Looking uh, to yourself, who the hell locks the door to an inn? As this happens, uh, do you want to stay outside? Do you want to go back in? Um, I'm gonna step back inside, lock the door, and run up to the group real quick. Like, quickly. And, um, in a so. hush a hushed voice going to agony uh i'm going to go the door was locked when i went to go check it what the hell Whoa. as soon as you get back so... up the stairs you hear agony i need you to put the body down and be a big strong badass of course i would like to approach the door before agony has a chance to no! open it <laughs> I will put the body down. I'm gonna grab him by the fucking neck of his shit and pull him back and go shut the fuck up and sit your ass down, you idiot. I would like to speak to them. I think I could arrange a, a mutual. And then I'm gonna beneficial. whisper and go, absolutely fuck not. And then my hair is gonna go up the flames, covering the whole entryway of the door, hoping for that person to come down so that I can see them all. Lula is going to follow down and fly up next to the door and look at uh, Agony and go, be ready. And she's going to move to unlock the door, holding it until <coughs> Agony is ready, and then flicking it open and swinging the door open and reveal what's on the other side so that Agony can have that reaction. I'd also like to take out my daggers, and I'd like to hold them in position, ready to fight. 
I will continue to punch punch the floor, crying and saying how I'm useless. Very well, Apollo. What are you doing? Apollo. Dominic. Dom. Dom, where'd you go, Dom? Oh, he had to step away. So he's oh, not okay. there well, right let, now. Let's just say he's he's up in the uh, um uh, what you call it? He's he's gonna stay up in the rafters for the time being. Very well. So as he stays in the rafters, you all know a very interesting figure standing. Excuse me. Damn, are you still talking? I thought it was a small dog growling. I was like, who's fucking dog? <laughs> no, I like leaned forward and it forced this burp out of me and it was just like <laughs> gradual. I was like, Rrr. I was like, I go like Bro, five for a second because Doug, like, growling I, at us. I did it and Doug stopped talking. <laughs> Doug, I'm the sorry. awkward stylist. I thought that it disconnected for a split second. I thought the burp forced the internet out. I thought it did too. It was so quiet. I was like, oh, fuck. I was did caught I... between thinking it was a small dog or literally a sound effect of like some kind of gremlin or something. No, I burped. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> oh, fuck. Dog. Did I break you? I, I broke I the DM. I think he's broken. It's pure silence. Oh Man, my you god, made, you I had broke a bird him. that could hear like a thousand years of fucking voices. Doug, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Come back to us, Doug. Come back. Um. No! <laughs> well, folks at home, that was the sound of him like just <laughs> Yeah, oh my god, that was hilarious. Thank you. Thank Looper's you. real. What? <laughs> you sure? All right, so. I, I think as you, you missed outside, out on a whole conversation notice. between me and Agony. <laughs> so, as you step outside, you notice, or as you look outside, rather, you notice a black cloaked figure, black gloves, a black hood obscuring their face. They look at you, oh. holding their fingers interlaced in front of them and say, Hello. I've heard you're looking for something you shouldn't be looking for. And I've heard that something may have happened because of it. I'm here to escort you out. I would like Lula. Lula's gonna um use mimicry and like make her voice sound like she's just go. You don't sound that cool. I promise. I would like to say from. 
somewhere back in the room. Who's the Emperor Palpatine looking fuck? <laughs> I'm gonna turn and look at Umbra <laughs> in the death glare and go, shut up before I pour your fucking water because I made a fire. Hey, baby. Just Lula going, you don't sound as cool as you think you do. And the figure just stands a little straighter, adjusts its tie, leans forward, and says, you were warned. And then immediately disappears. Like, disappears or, like, walks away, disappears? Rutro, Raggy. Because <laughs> I'm half tempted to chase after that fuck. No! I would assume he just vanished. Yeah, I figured. Umbra, you're the reason the DM breaks. Yeah. I'm proud of that. Not me. Not me. Never me. That might be me. <laughs> what do you guys want to do? Doug, are you good? Yes. Oh, this well, is awesome. Are you kidding? Since we, can, like, since we can, like, leave the premises now, why don't we just do that? I I done my due diligence of looking big and scary, so I'm going to put my daggers away. I'm going to grab Lula very gently and place her on the top of my head. Okay, so Lula's going to look at it and go, okay, so there's one problem before we have to go. Um, Throckmorton worked for the king. Okay. Uh, he was sent for us to, like, train him in a way to be a knight, I'm pretty sure, and, um... Correct. We were kind of entrusted with his safety, and now he's dead. Uh, Agony, I, I don't think the king wouldn't kill me, but so I do don't I have know to what hide his, you? I don't know what his brain is gonna think of because he's fucking insane. Okay, so I can um, hide you in my hair, quite literally. It's, it's not so much that it's uh I don't I don't know how I'm gonna tell him because I don't. Uh, what's the condition of the floor at this point? Um, mulch. Impossible. Okay, so... Lula's gonna yell... Tim, we're gonna leave without you! I... By the way, you see Tim. He stops crying. And he has a letter in his hand. And he opens it. Inside the letter is a note that simply says, open in case Throcky dies. <laughs> you open the letter, and it simply has two questions with a box next to it that says yes or no. The first question is, did he deserve it? Yes, no, maybe. 
snow. I say we put maybe. We don't know if he... And the second question is, was he being a twat? Yes, no, maybe. Again, I feel like this is a maybe. Tim answering it. He puts no for did he deserve it and yes for the second one. Because Tim's honest. <laughs> the letter disappears in a puff of green smoke. I'm not there to see that, right? You see Tim Mark You see a puff of down. random green smoke come out from behind you, yes. Like, it's a big puff of green smoke. And all of you feel a little luckier all of a sudden. Everyone who touched right. the green smoke. Yep, you all feel just a little bit luckier. Okay. As you are bestowed with the gift of making a deal with the devil. Whoa. You have been given the option of making any of your next D20s a nat 20 on the 50-50 chance that your next roll will be a nat one. Well then. It All also right. takes a year off your life. I'm a monk. That means nothing now. <laughs> no, no. No. It would take a year off of what your natural life would have been until it reaches zero. You're literally making a deal with a master of death. Oh, so I become basically one year older. Younger. Okay, imagine this. <clears throat> imagine if your species typically lives to 35. If you do this once, you have 34 more times you can do it before you die. Okay. That so makes it's sense. literally taking a snip off your life. So as long as I don't do it, in my case, I live the natural lifespan of a humanoid, so and I am relatively young. However, rabbit so, folk don't live that long. As long as I don't do it too many times. Oh, I'm... Rabbit kin don't live too long. Rabbit folk are... is actually a different thing. Uh, it says here... Languages... I'll, I'll check I the Remember before they update... Before they update... They made the final version of the rabbit folk. That... 
I there was a different version. That's what well. Tim Hopper was originally made of. He's not the actual. Like for instance, when he uh, he doesn't have a lot of the other cool abilities that a rabbit folk. A okay. Rabbit folk have. Yeah, he, he okay. only has so, the. Uh... Okay, get it. Okay, so <clears throat> as you all get ready to leave, you do notice that the bartender is still unconscious, and Throckmorton is still. Oh, you said he was working on feeling better. No, no, he he took a nap. Hmm. I would like to. Pick How does him one up recover if they sleep? Although he is back to full health with all of his fingers again. But that does not negate the emotional and the physical damage, the emotional and mental damage. So yeah, I'll pick One him up and I'll bring him with us. But the mind is not. I think we should leave him here. I mean, I, I, I could spend an, a key point to heal his soul. He's He'll be fine. If you say so. We should head into town. Agreed. So you're always going to leave Throckmorton there. We... Okay. He's already dead. We can't really use him anymore. Well, actually, let me... I put him in my... Per well, on my back, you do see I do have a place to put a person. I could carry yeah, him. Yeah, so in you're my gonna weekend at Bernie's him, like one of the first episodes. Remember, I have a one of those collapsible things where Kronk and Yzma thing. Oh, I know. I, have two, I also I remember have three bags you, uh, to hold him. Oh, I know. I also remember you had a, uh, a, a one of our first episodes. You had a. Uh, <laughs> Someone's so drunk you had to weekend at birdies them up the hill when they rolled in that one. Ah, good times. Uh, yeah. So as I you mean, all prepare and leave, do you lock the door behind you or do you just leave them there? We lock. I lock it behind me. Very Wait, well. You first? notice the two guards at the gate. You look at them. Their armor clanks as you get close. Oh, who goes there? Your mom? Uh. Yeah, what he said. Guys. Can I use persuasion to convince him that I. Uh, and I'm gonna uh, kneel on my knee and go, We are here to simply pass by if you would be as kind to let us. I have connections with the Thieves Guild if that helps our case. Uh, the guard looks at you. You see him pull his collar down just a little bit, showing a thieves' guild pin, and he looks at you. And with that, I'm gonna nod and ask him once again to be able to be let through, and say he that I was a very your... high. He looks down for your identification pin. You see I would like to pull it out of one of my side pockets and show it to him. Oh! 
just say, uh, sorry, sir. Um, would you like the regular entrance or would you like to go to the real entrance? I would like to go through the real entrance, if you would be as so kind to let me, sir, as I glare him in the eyes, knowing that I'm higher above than he is in ranking. As you do so, he says, uh, <coughs> right away, I, I will get you directly to the upper rich district. However, I have to warn you, close your wearing will make you stand out. And I'm going to look at him and go, that's fine. I want them to know who I am. And he's going to look at you. And he's going to whisper in thieves' cant. Be careful. They are watching. And I will nod in acknowledgement. I as shall they let you in, just as I, they lead you to a small that, door. Hold on, as they lead you to a small door, and gently usher each of you inside, giving you all the same instructions to simply hold your breath. As you do I... so, you pop uh, in. Uh, just outside of a large, well-appointed home in the rich district, just out of sight behind some bushes. You notice the street is lined with beautiful shops, most of them a front. I'm gonna confidently walk through these areas, showing people around. I'm uh, sitting on her shoulder. Yes. And I'm gonna walk with my head held up high, seeing if anyone around me notices me or remembers me. Because after all, I was the right-hand man. I'm gonna... Just uh, pull out my uh, official uh, letter master uh, uh, sash and just go. I, I was told to wear this one here in more higher uh, places. Lula's gonna float through, like winking at people occasionally and blowing kisses if she catches them staring at her before like maybe flipping off a few who give her a dirty look oh, every time Lula, yeah. you get a dirty look I'm gonna yeah. glare at them and also I don't Lula, think I need to breathe by, you notice a dress shop with some of the finest dresses you've ever seen Pretty gown. Would you like to go to the shop, Lula? I have a discount after all. You know, I could use some new clothes. Alright then, let's go. ADM. Shopping spree! Uh, yes, Tim. Just for the record, I don't believe I actually need to breathe, so I'm just gonna hold my breath this whole time. 
Okay, dude, come on. Yeah, I was sold to hold my breath. Come on. So, as you go towards the shops, you actually notice that there's someone inside talking to the teller. You see he's wearing a very fine black suit. It's covered by an also equally fine black cloak embroidered with not only gold and silver, but platinum buttons and a jeweled coat. You see, not only is he now getting louder and yelling, you can hear the as he smacks him upside the face, reaches into his pocket, pulls out a wad of coins, yells again, stuffs the coins in his pocket, and walks out the door with the bell behind him. He looks at you, tips his hood, and walks away. I wanted to buy some shit. No, no, that was the that was the mysterious figure. I couldn't find his token. What? Yes, it was well a mysterious figure, I should say. You notice that oh, this well, one where's the is actually dressed. Almost the exact same as the one that you saw, but his dress was much fancier. In fact, you could have sworn it was the same style cloak. What the fuck? You go to the shopkeeper, opening the door. You see an elven man stand up. His face slowly swelling in a bruise forming. Uh, 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 hello, hello, hello. Um, can I make you something? Oh, don't mind. Don't, well? No, don't, don't mind the face. I, 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 I tripped. Yes, yes. There's this large thimble out back, you see. I, I tripped. Can I roll for perception? See if he's telling the truth. With all respect, that would be insight. Oh, thank you. I I don't know what you correct me as you may. Oh no, it's just uh, I I like making sure that everyone is respected and that if there is you know a small thing because I make mistakes too. He is definitely hiding something as he's trying to smile mm. through what looks like cracked teeth and forcing the smile. I poke him in the face and he recovers 56 hit points and his teeth are back to normal. All of a sudden, oh. Oh, thank you. I was afraid that was going to last for months. Oh, the tooth! The tooth! Oh, the tooth! Um, could you? There's a, a couple other teeth at the back. Could you? Kindly? 
folk. Oh! And the other side, dear boy. Folk. Oh! I'm doing oh. this all without talking, because I've already used my breath, my breath to talk that one sentence. I'm not sure how many oh. uh, sentences I can say with one breath of air. You don't oh, have to keep holding I've... your breath. It's been weeks since I've, I've felt no pain in my face. They, they come often for the protection of my shop. Every week, without fail, they remind me how grateful I am when they show up and grace me with their presence and their time and allow me to sir? continue my business. Oh, sir, let me stop you right there. I'm gonna need names and faces so I know whose ass I'm gonna kick. They. I need faces, then. They don't have faces, either. So what? You're seeing ghosts are attacking you? Hoods. They wear... Hoods. Could've said that. Could've asked. I sell clothes, not magical trinkets. That's next door. If... If you well, go I next want door, though, dresses. Uh, if you want what? I want a dress. Oh well, for your your body fixing my my face. Um, pick one, and then he points to every single dress. I'll have it made to size within an hour. Um, describe a few dresses for me. <laughs> You are about to hate me. <laughs> you see elegant emerald chested dresses. You see emerald green floral print in a Saturn maxi. You see a satin middress with a riff gently exposed. You see geometric prints, beautiful landscapes, and amazing depictions <laughs> of times past. Everything from the fanciful, the costume, the wedding, and the joke. A fabric shows for every occasion. I would like to look at However, him. Flash the picture. I would what? like to flash the pic that I have and go, how much for the nicest and longest and most luxurious black cloak you can offer me, my good sir? <clears throat> he looks at you. Consider something. Goes into the back and pulls out a small black dress carrier. 
gently undoes the tie of a, a decent leather thong, revealing a gothic dress of black silk. It's enchanted not to dirty, and the train is as long as you want. It adjusts to size. How much for it? To do. <clears throat> Your friend did save my face, so half price, five hundred gold. <laughs> That's I'm... such a steal! Oh my god! I don't know if I have five hundred gold. I think so. I put oh, five hundred gold you on the counter. Don't worry. I am going to oh, um, set down funny. a bag of a thousand gold. Yeah, yep, I want I... two of the gothic dresses for me and Agony. Hell you see yeah. a thousand gold coins on the counter. If you can send a picture of what the dress is, that would be cool. If not, I'll design. <gasps> design, yes. Would you like to design okay. one, or would you like me to send a photo? I will send you... Okay, uh, uh, me and Agony are going to send stuff back and forth. Yes, I, got I will Google some um, stuff, and I will send it to you. I, I had found something, and I'll tell you what. Take a look at it and tell me what you think. And, Absolutely. Uh, we'll go from and there. As I, as I put the gold on the counter, I pull out a piece of paper and and write on it. Uh, do you, do you think you could patch up my jacket, please? And how much? Hmm. Holy. Uh, Agony, message me on Messenger. Yes. Tim doesn't really ask for much. He's just... He has his um, can he also down. do men's clothes? He can. You do see that uh, while there aren't any uh, particular men's clothes there, he's not unfamiliar with men's clothes. I would like to get Umbra and uh, Tim Hopper new outfit. Very well. As you do so, you are all just talking with him. By the way, <clears throat> uh, I'm, just, I'm making your guys' uh, things smaller so that way I can actually work with how small the map is. So bear with me. Can I ask you a question? Shoot. For taking, for taking one deep breath, how many sentences can one say? I already said one sentence. Okay, that depends you on one's lung capacity. You don't have to hold your breath. So as you well, are Tim all, Tim is a professional athlete. Yes, but necessarily apply in D and D. So, as you are all in the back, putting away various fabrics, pulling out dresses, discussing different patterns, you see someone walk in the door. Talk with the shopkeeper for a second. Go and hang up a poster and leave. Lula's gonna spot the movement out of the corner of her eye and run to look at the poster. As you look at the poster, can you read Dwarvish? 
I sent you two dress you ideas if you want to look at it. So, Lula, as you go up to the piece of paper, you see written in Dwarvish, wanted, information, and then you see a drawing of Bickle. It says, name Bickle, missing. Son desperately looking for his father. Lula. Lula's gonna take a deep breath when she sees Bickle on the page. Um, and as tears well up in her eyes, and she, like, kind of, like, hesitates for a second, like, gasping, and... Yes. Sorry. No, no, it's all good. And, um... I, uh, Lula is, is going to take down the poster and hold it in her hands and fold it up and put it in her bag. You do so. And then she's going to go back and join the others again. You do I'm so. going to write on, on that note. Oh, uh, did you two already get your dresses yet? Yes, we're just deciding on one. I, I write on the As the shopkeep whatever works away, you pick, you'll be beautiful. Preparing the various clothings. He looks at you all and says, I, I, I suggest you go to the cafe across the street. It is quite good. I write, okay. Also, I I take a little piece of note and and show only the the girls. I have too much money to know what to do with. Sorry, say again. Uh, well, he doesn't say. It. He writes a little note saying, "I have too much money to know what to do with." And after he makes sure you see it, that he eats the note. Because he knows there's importance to money, but he's a monk, so he doesn't really get too many opportunities to spend. Okay. It it's his money. And I, and I said... And I also write a, another note, this time not secret. Afterwards, can we see a magic shop and maybe please a sports shop? Uh, sure. And how about a fire shop while we're pitching ideas around? Umbra. I, I write with a question mark, fire shop? Question mark? Yeah, it's where they sell all sorts of different colored fires, and I'm pretty captivated. One ear is down, one ear is up, and it looks like he's, like, raising one eyebrow, so you can tell this is, like, a bunny's just really confused. You know what? Maybe this could be a fire shop, I think. Absolutely not. 
Hey, well, all I'm saying is, if the guy doesn't have a shop, no one's coming to on it. I I will put down a note. Okay. And it's an itemized list. Cafe, retrieve clothes, magic shop, sports shop, fire shop, question mark. Uh, Doug, I'm going to send you, me and Agony have talked about it. And we have decided that we are both going to pick our own style of dress because Lula can also modify stuff. She's a skilled seamstress as well. Um, she gets it from her mother, who is a lace weaver. Um, and I'm going to send you a picture of what I picked out. And Agony's going to send you a picture of what she picked out because Lula can modify the dress as long as the guy just makes like the base. I also sent you the one okay. specifically picking. Very well. Man, I, I want to go ball gown shopping in real life now. Fuck. Me too. I, I have a gown, so I actually have plans to do a photo shoot. I'm going to take this, this, um, it's an old prom dress, but it's corset and it's really nice and poofy. I'm going to dye it a darker red because it's already red and I'm going to do a photo shoot inspired by Lana Del Rey's Summertime Sadness with a bunch of pearls and stuff. Oh my god, yes. Hey! Doesn't that sound sick as fuck? It does. Uh, I'm so hyped because my friend is going to do the photography and my makeup and my hair. Hey! Uh Oh, uh, also, uh, Tim writes you another note. Uh, I'm gonna write another note to the guy. Say, can't, do you have a note? Uh, do you have a dress, sorry, that would fit my wife as I hold up, uh, and open my locket, showing both a picture of me <coughs> and my, uh, wife, uh, flower petal? Oh shit, that's right. Tim's married. Yes. And I so always are you. Forget that. Right? So are you, and technically you can kill I, Man Mop's heartbeat at any given second. Why why why, why, why is rank. my marriage being brought up? My marriage is strong. I'm working to get my man free. Uh, also I put I, I, never picked, said I you put the picture into chat that's uh that's the picture of Tim's wife. Into the question, I just made a comment about how I forgot about Tim. Lula's got out the very first thing, and she's currently going through uh, uh, um, what is it? What is it where she doesn't drink for a while and like it gets out of her system and she's like not drinking? Then you notice on that chain, detox, yeah, sorry, yeah, Lula's going through detox, by the way. And then Very you notice well. on that chain, so, there's actually a bunch of smaller little gems, or not gems, uh, simple little, uh, tiny lockets. And they have a, a bunch of faces in them for all of his kids. As you do so, he pulls 
pulls out three different dresses. He tells you the first one is a little simple. The second one's a little more lively. The third one is for you. So you open the first one and you see a nice, simple, paisley dress with a built-in apron. You open the second and you see a slender, form-fitting red dress and a pair of heels to go with. You open the third and you see a sheer nighty and crotchless panties. And that is where we're going to take tonight's first break. Ooh, thank you. Amen. So, I, I got to go get water. I got to get light on. I'm going blind. All right. So join us again in a couple minutes after this. Uh, well, a couple seconds after this uh, note from Snyder's return. Snyder's return is a tabletop roleplay interview and actual play podcast. We chat with content creators from both mainstream and indie publishers, and we release actual play episodes of systems like our City of Mist game, Meddlers, Monsters and Mabin, and more games coming in the future. We also have a TTRPG review show on YouTube, Fly Like a D6. Come and check us out. You can find us on Twitter, at Return Snyder, Instagram, Snyder's underscore return, you can find us on YouTube at Snyder's Return, Discord, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Okay, and we are back after that brief yeah, note from you guys over at said What? Ah, oh, Okay, uh, that, okay. Um, so we're back after a brief uh, message from the guys over at Snyder's Return. So, we rejoined everyone currently getting, uh, various things weighed and measured as, uh, the bartender, not the bartender, blah, blah, the, <laughs> the tailor tells everyone it'll take a couple of hours for their stuff to finish and suggests that they make their way to the tavern across the street, the Loyal Oak, which offers fine and regular dining to those who have enough coin to make it worth their while. Um, I would like to wander away from him. You do so. In this direction. Uh, Very well. I'm interested in looking in for the of... person that put up the poster. You find a pottery store. Uh, ever... Feel free to move around and just tell me what you want, and I'll just pick up from there. Fine. Um, what is over this way? Like, does Lula have an idea of what's in the town? Like, what's this? As you look around, the only thing that you can find is a small home with what looks like an apothecary beneath it. Hmm. Interesting. 
But does Tim want to do? Well, I'm going to make a perception check. Very well. To see if I can spot her. And I'm going to use my bunny hearing. My bunny senses. So that's... Hey! Hello. My shit lagged. I'm sorry. No, you're okay. Welcome back. Thanks. We have started recording again. Um, I kind of dipped away from the group. Okay. And I'm going elsewhere. 19 I would plus like to nine. follow you. To spot where Consider the two it ladies done. We will are, put are in going. canon that you followed Lula as she dipped away from Tim. Tim rolling a 19. You do notice where they're going, but it very clearly looks like they want to be left alone. Sad bunny noises as I walk over to the cafe. Very well. As you head next door to the Loyal Oak, you notice a not only is the custom generous, but the food is immaculate. You step onto the patio, immediately greeted by a high elf. Do you speak high elvish? Oh, I understand all languages. I write in high elven. I can't speak right now. I the am waiter sorry. simply looks at you I, and gives you a I, sharp I, nod. And then begins to tell you about and the then specials. I, I also put vegetarian. Oh. He nods again. <clears throat> Or sorry, and then vegan. begins the specials because he doesn't. Eat but the vegetarian versions, like dairy, fish, all the that. The first thing he, he offers you, the first thing he offers you is a bowl of hot carrot soup. Uh, excited bunny nod nod in. Uh, and before you dig in, <clears throat> he just takes a, a small napkin, waves it in front of you with a... flaps it open, places it gently around your neck, warns you that it is both hot and mildly spicy, and then gives you a couple pieces of potato bread. Bows and Ooh. walks away. What? Fuck! Don't you look... fuck yourself so hard! Kinky. I hate you! What did I do? Oh, it has nothing to do with you, Tim. Trust me. We're all ah! laughing for other reasons. I'm As very Lula confused. Or as Lula floats past, what could easily be called a very nice outdoor lunch area. It is serving cold cucumber sandwiches, 
lukewarm mint tea, and you smell the gentle spice of cinnamon and cucumber in the air. You see it says a special of only ten gold per plate. I'd rather eat shit. And she floats away from it. As you say that, the people who were eating there put their food down, wipe their mouths, and go inside. <laughs> I mean, that, it's all about perception with these people. And you had a lot of confidence when you said that. <laughs> I have a lot of confidence in general, so shut up. What's this building? As you head towards the museum and library, housing towards almost every single known record of that city, you find another poster of Missing Bickle, Sought by a Son Dearly Missed. Lula's going to take that one down as well, fold it up and put it in her bag. You do so. What's this big blue building? As you notice the church next door, having quite a large open face towards the air, allowing the light of Paylor to shine through. Hello. Say that again, you cut out. Oh, I was saying it's a, a church of Paylor. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Oh, oh, oh. So we're then going to wrap around here. I'm guessing this is going to be a residential district. This is, in fact, a both residential and middle class business district. As you wander through the town, you notice that this, in fact, would be considered to be more middle class, offering things such as general cooking <clears throat> oh there we go offering things such as general cookware easy services for cutting of hair and pulling of teeth cheap apothecaries and snake oil salesmen aplenty you walk through the streets noticing the further in you get the greasier and grimier towards scum alley you get I don't want to be here. Uh, I don't like you. This is gross. This is so gross. As that's going on, I, t I smell the bread and, and then look at the soup and I tear off a piece. I take a bite of the bread to see what it tastes like normally. Then, then I take a spoonful of soup to see what it's like and then I join them together and try and savor them together. And then I bunny, and then I bu start bunny munching on the loaf as I also drink the soup like the bunny I am. I tried, okay. tried to do it elegantly, but funny nature. So it just like looks like a bunny drinking of a bowl. Okay. Well, Agony, 
Do we want to go to Scum Alley? Do you think that'd be safe for us? Safe? No. Interesting? Probably. You're not there! I'm asking Agony! Huh? Bestie! Sorry, what? Do you think it'd be safe for us to go to Scum Alley? Scum Alley? Um, well, considering that I'm pretty strong, I would say so. Okay. And, don't forget, I have special connections. So let's go! That is true. Okay. Yeah, where the hell is Umbra? This uh, well, where is Umbra, babe? I think I'm still back in the desk. Oh, I moved their mini off the map. <laughs> You're gone. I just no quest into the back rooms. Yeah, pretty much. No, no, you're no, just maybe you're hanging out with the tailor in the back room is all. You're getting you're yeah, getting tailored. You okay. I understand. Which means you can pick your outfit, so when you want to pick your new outfit. Alright, so we're gonna head into the the scum the scum alley. Ew. Lula's gonna like fly to avoid touching anything and it's just gonna go ew ew every so often, like looking at stuff like holding your hands in close and just being like ew ew. And I'm gonna look at her and go, I know man. Imagine not having wings. <laughs> but then again, I kind of do some grimy shit because I'm in the Thieves Guild, so eh, could be worse. Did you just burn your finger? Memphis. Oh my god. I burned my foot. <sighs> For everybody who's listening, Umbra's owner, we'll put it like that, is also a pyromaniac and just burnt not only his foot, but his finger. For his owner? Oh, okay. <sighs> <laughs> I'm tired of my shit. Okay. So, Tim Hopper, what so. are you doing while Umbra and Agony, or sorry, while uh, Agony and Lula are off adventuring? What is Tim doing uh, as you finish the delicious carrot soup with the gentle hint of spice on the end? They bring you a very large, very raw salad, but each bite chopped perfectly to fit in your mouth. You notice. Cabbages of bok choy, napa, red, beets, every kind of root vegetable you can imagine, all drizzled with a very gentle honey cinnamon sauce. And uh, he's gonna, this time now that he's actually like composed himself. He's going to pick back up the... After he uh, lifts his head up, he picks up the napkin and elegantly dabs his clean, lowers back down the napkin, 
picks up his utensils and goes to elegantly eat the, the salad, just like he started to eat the the soup elegantly. You know, at this time I'm gonna roll to restrain from bunny nature. No. You're a monk. That's part of your class. Okay, so... Now that... I've eaten, I'm just... Once I finished my meal, I, um... Uh, gesture over to the to the waiter and go... Uh... In a piece of paper. Uh, alright. Uh, how much? As soon as you do that... They immediately hold up to you a small dish. You see on it Ooh. a vegan blueberry tartlet. And I slide the paper to a side that I was writing on, and I get ready to... <laughs> To, like, I fit in back into position. You do so. Lula, agony. You have been uh, walking around this whole time trying to find through Scum Alley. As you progress further, you notice that the, there are now more broken windows and broken doors. All of the doors seem locked and shut. Half of the buildings are empty. Most are full of holes. The ones you can see through the holes into, the children huddle in front of the fireplaces. Parents <coughs> coughing next to the soot. You see sores. You see hunger. You see sadness. In, in this, this time, I'm going to have... Place. Oh, sorry. In this time, I'm going to have pulled my cloak out of my bag of holding and putting it on, pulling it over my head. Uh, I'm gonna sit on Agony's shoulder to like and not use my wings. I'm gonna try to like stay hid and hide myself. I would like to observe around. Uh, so are these people cold? I wouldn't so much say cold, but they are shivering. I would like to stay at a safe distance and see if there's something that I can light on fire so that I can give them some warmth. Something on fire? Would you like me to roll for investigation? I'll tell you what. <clears throat> Alright, just one moment. Oh my god. My laptop's switching out. Uh, uh twenty. Oh dirty twenty. Okay, so what mm -hmm. specifically are you looking for? Um, I'm looking to see more so, like, if they have food, if they need warmth, or just trying to find out in general what these people need. Okay, uh, long story short, 
they're dirt poor. They just, they have okay. no money. It looks like they've had every penny taken from them. It looks like the soup they're all eating is basically just water. And how many people are there, and how much is platinum worth? Platinum is worth 10 gold, and there are... Hold on. Rolling my Primus Sharp Edge dice. Yay! Nine people all huddled around. Various adults of different ages and children. It looks like as many people as you could reasonably fit in a single room house. Uh, and then some. Yes. Okay. I would like to do five platinum per person. I would like to do... platinum. How much? Uh, How much? That's 45. 45. I would okay. also like to give five platinum per person as well because I have 150 and that would leave me with 105. Okay, uh, guys, just so you know, one platinum is probably worth about what they'd make in 20 years. Uh-huh, exactly. Because... Yeah, exactly. So in other words, <laughs> they're giving them a literal small fortune. Yeah. Yes. Each. We're not fucking heartless. Literally. And we have okay. the money. Like, Lula I'm is fucking the right stinking hand man rich. The Chiefs Guild. I probably make uh, way more uh, than they okay, do stealing okay. stuff. Okay, allow me to put it in better context. The further you walk into Scum Alley, you see every building is like this. Every house full of people with empty bellies, worn looks... Packed to the brim, all starving. Hundred. Okay, how many hundreds. are there? How many hundreds. people total? No. How many people total? You are not breaking my game this early. How many no. people? They're not going to give it up. Okay, fine. Then the first nine I will do the math myself, Doug. How many people? Just because you do the math yourself doesn't mean the DM said it. Doug. <laughs> the DM is heartless. The DM knows all. Every person okay. that Lula sees, she's going to give them five platinum. And as soon as you do so, they all scurry back inside. Hold it, and you swear, you see, as soon as a smile hits their face, they immediately realize and stuff it into a small red bag at their hip. You swear, you should have heard the sound of metal dropping into it, but it slips in without a sound. One of them oh, actually falls no. off. Then another one falls off. They hug oh. each other and then say that they're going to work even harder now so the rest of them can be free too. Oh, oh God. Oh, oh not the bag. 
Lula, we have to do something. I know how to steal. You know magic. I'm sure we can get some stuff for these poor people. And plus, I have earned a lot of respect around here. I keep giving one platinum to every person with a bag on their hip until the bag falls off. As you do so, you notice suddenly behind you a figure stands tall, looks at you and says, I thought there was a lot of debt being settled. Who are you? My name is Agony, and this is my friend Lula. Who may you be? As I bow down my head in respect. You did me the courtesy. I shall do you the same. I am an acolyte. However, you may call me Sulva. Yes, of course, sir. I have Lula no is going to gender. Thank you. I'm gonna Lula... smile. Lula is going to flip off her hood and look at him and go, Queen Lula, Mossfoot of the Fae. And I am Agony, right hand man, believer. You see a gentle bow, a glint under the hood. Former King Sullivan of the Seven Isles, I greet you. Though that is not your court, this one I think is mine. Have you come bearing your courtly gift? my lady. I come giving people freedom. Freedom is not a gift to everyone. Lady, surely you know that. Freedom is just as fleeting as it is the next. So I would like crave. But these people crave a structure, yes, structure. They crave obedience, discipline, even. You would do well to learn the same. I would like <laughs> to reach in one of my pockets and pull out at least ten platinum and hand it to him as a gift. And I will proceed by saying, this is as simple as I can do for you from the Thieves' Guild. Lula is going to laugh when he says obedient, and she goes, <laughs> I've never been obedient a day in my life. <coughs> and I'm gonna, as you I'm are gonna handing over the money, like, as you are handing over the money, you see this figure looks away, oh, gently yawns, nonchalantly, and as soon as you say Thieves Guild, the hood snaps back and says, The Thieves Guild, you say? Pardon my rudeness. I ask I'm... for your pin. As you see 
the figure pull a small part of the neck, revealing a gentle silver pin, representing a As... single piece of wood. As he pulls out his pin, I would like to pull out mine and show him my pin. You pull yours out. Ah, a sergeant. I knew I recognized excellence when I saw it. Yes, yes, yes. Ten. Ten platinum, yes. That I, I suppose for one such as yourself that is a stately gift. I will, with graciousness, accept it. Thank you. Of course, sir. My pleasure. Now, please tell me, what brings you to our town? I'm searching for someone. He's leaving these posters all over town. And Lulu's going to pull out one of the posters and show it to him. Unfolding it gently. <clears throat> And I would like to look at him and go, I am accompanying her to make sure she is safe. So as you... The paper. He takes it gently. Oh, yes. I've seen these here and there, I suppose. I can offer you two things. One, information for free. But it won't be as good as another hundred platinum could take. And at this I'm gonna point, glance Tim over Hopper at Lula has just and finished. Uh, Tim Hopper has just finished his blueberry tart. Received his bill for one hundred and eighty gold and twenty-seven copper before Tim. I put down 250 gold. You do so. The waiter bows to you, offers you, on your way out, a bottle of Goodberry wine, and says, For the road. I, I uh, nod my head to him and accept the bottle. Okay, go ahead and grab it. Uh, add a bottle of Goodberry wine. It does the exact same thing as a Goodberry, just wine. Where does Tim Hopper want to go? Well, he's been waiting this whole time for the girl. And now uh, he's like... With your buddy's pal, hmm. you can chase them down. With your buddy's I pal, am you can chase I could be there. Alright, tell you what, uh, we're going to skip back to them, and then I will move you, and you'll be able to see when you get to them. Deal? Alrighty. Alright. Uh, Agony, Lula. You, you said 100 do? platinum? What was you that? said 100 platinum? Yes. 100 platinum. A bargain for the information. She reaches into her coin purse and he can hear the jingling inside of it as she pulls out the hundred pieces of platinum and drops them in his hand. As you drop them in, he, 
he counts but in his mind. You see him stuff them into a pocket where they make no sound. He leans in and whispers, The liar's tankard. Upstairs, room two. Ta-ta. And walks away. Hmm. Interesting. You, you know, he... So... Would that would have considered as a short rest, by the way, for me? Most definitely. As as soon as the mysterious figure walks down the road past Tim Hopper, and as soon as Tim Hopper walks past, it disappears behind him. Ula, Tim, Agony, what do you want to do? Uh, 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 Alright, I, I guess it's the magic shop? Oh, wait, I, no, I can't. No, we're that. going to Never a mind. bar. Never mind. I, I write down magic so shop question mark as I point to the list. Lula is going to shake her head and go, No, we're going to the bar. I swear to God, Doug. All right, I put a no, no, bar. No, no, at the no, no. Right there, there's, I'm doing something on purpose. I, I take I, I take the list. Look at it. Look at her. Look at the list. I put bar, at right above magic shop, and then gesture to the list again. Eh. Indicating that he still wants to go to the magic shop, but bar first. Nope. So, um, as you all head down the road towards the bar, you see a very seedy bar by the name of the Liar's Tankard. The front door is broken. The windows are shattered. The music coming from inside is dull and off-key. The handful of people who sit around drink from greasy, stained glasses of murky liquid. You see a drunken man trying to play a lute in the corner, simply with You see the bartender. An old dwarvish man. He stands behind the bar. He, it looks like he's polishing a glass, but it's really, he's making it look like he's polishing a glass. He's actually just doing nothing. Um... Lula is going to walk up to the bartender and uh, go, excuse me, I need help finding someone. The dwarf looks over. 
One eye looks at you. The other eye looks off into the distance. Yeah. Who are you looking for? And what's it worth to you? Uh, whoever is putting up these posters. And she's going to show him the poster. Oh, you want that guy. Well, it's got a room here. I but know what room right as well. I don't give two fucks. But he's not here, so it doesn't matter what room you know. If he ain't here, smartass. Don't talk to her like that. I'm gonna look at him and say. What, you don't like it when I throw it right back Do you have right no idea who I am? Literally, Pardon? no. Literally, no. I've never seen you in my entire life. I'm gonna pull out my pin and flash it in his face. And he pulls out a gold one. Retired, bitch. Still in service, bitch. I would like to reply back as I grip onto my dagger on my hip, ready to fight. You're not gonna talk to my friend like that. This is not gonna end well. Roll a dice. Nat 20. <clears throat> so with a nat 20 hey, a plus 5. No, not yet. <clears throat> with a nat 20 plus 5, he immediately reaches over, grabs your pin, pulls it off, and replaces it with a copper one and says, Demotion. Bitch. At that, I'm gonna pull out my dagger, put it under his throat, and tell him to give it back or else he will regret it. Because you don't take away my fucking pin. I'm the sergeant. You were the sergeant. And as soon as you say that you took the dagger out, everyone else looks at you, their badges flashing. Take the demotion. Or take a knife in every hole you've got. Can I, I burn shrug. him? I shrug and get ready to you fight. Non-lethal. I'm ready to fight for this shit. That is my sergeant badge. And my hair starts flaming angrily. And as your hair starts flaming angrily... Can I... Mm, mm. Yes? I want to do something. Yes? I would like to cast Compulsion on him. I'm listening. Creatures of your choice that you can see within range and that can hear you must make a wisdom saving throw. A target automatically succeeds... On the saving throw, if it can't be charmed. On a failed save, the target is affected by this spell. Until the spell ends, you can use a bonus action on each of your turns to designate a direction that is horizontal to you. Each affected target must use as much of its movement as possible to move in that direction on its next turn. Um, but more so, I'm using this to uh, compel him and make him give 
her pin back. And I will also use a prayer to Ravana to uh, strike fear at him. A little overkill. I was just about to roll for initiative, too. No, However, guys threatening you're my about friend. to do that. Oh, hold on, hold on. As you're about to do that, and everyone stands up, you notice a particular person walk in with not a black robe, but just a dark brown robe. They see what's going on, walk around everyone, go upstairs, and close their door. I want my pin back. Alright, should I roll initiative now, uh, DM? I know where this is going. You look down, and the sergeant's pin has been replaced. Looks at you, gives you a little on the cheek, and says, I suppose you've earned that. I mean, by the looks of this, it says you are in the Guild War. You must have been young when that happened. Yes, I was a child when I joined the guild because I lost everything I knew. And they took care yeah. of me, and I worked very hard uh, to rank to where I was. Just, just for the Do record, you know as he went... Yes. Tell Tanulus. I said you got some balls. Say just like that. And I will. You. Remember, a lot I... of L's. Tanulous. Yeah, Tanulous. I absolutely and... will. So, ADM. tell you what. Hold on, hold on. <clears throat> so, I'll tell you what. Just for you guys, I'll lift the enchantment. As immediately the bar is cleaned up. You see everyone is now wearing cloaked, hooded robes. The hoods pulled down. You can see a handful of faces. You see species of all kind. As you have found the Thieves Guild. So, as his hand, right before his handmaid's contact, uh, my fist is literally almost touching his face because of how fast I moved my fist because I rolled a 28 on my initiative. But the moment it was just a, I realized it was just a light pat. So he just, out of nowhere, it almost, I moved so fast that I looked like I was going to teleport and my fist is t almost touching his face. With all respect, who asked you to roll initiative? I knew I was gonna... I thought it was going in, in that direction. It did it? So, I didn't quite hit, but I was about to. I almost... 
I would like to grab him before he seriously fucks someone up and it hurts my position. I did. I didn't actually hit him, but I was oh, okay. super close because I fought. The enchantment lifts. The bar is clean. The drinks flow. Lula, you just by the smell change alone know that the alcohol that was served was meant to sound to smell fermented and rotten, while this new is sweet and fragrant. Tim, you notice mm. fresh food instead of the stale that was there. Agony, you notice the decor. What was once plain and simple things is now a matinee of massacre, of heads of various species and traitors. Huh. Well, this is interesting, isn't it, guys? I, Very. Yeah. I look at the bar barkeep that my fist is literally a millimeter away from, and then and, and Agony, look back at him, look at Agony, and then I just move my hand away. I'm going to pat you on the head for good behavior. <laughs> I, I, I write down on the paper. You do that. As soon as you do that... The bartender has mixed together a kale smoothie for you, whiskey for the rest, and a hearty beer for agony. I won't be drinking any alcohol. I'm going to grab the beer and start sipping on it while tearing up because this is home. You do so. And I... as the bartender hears you say that you don't want anything, he lifts the drink instead and then holds it up to agony to... And I will clink with him and drink. I'm going to take a huge... I'm going to clink with him and then take a huge gulp and smile. As the amber liquid gonna... fills you with a fine honey whiskey. He then looks at you and says, So, you want to do some shopping in the underground market? My eyes are going to light up and I'm going to go, absolutely. I hold up the list. What do you have to offer? <laughs> <laughs> you know when you go to a store... And you buy stuff that's legal? Of course. Not that. Hmm. What are your I... finest daggers on the market right now? I am sure due for new ones, of course. As you've uh, known, I've had these ones for years. In the meantime of them talking about all this, Lula's gonna go to the room that she was told to go to for who she's looking for. I think it was room three. I'm gonna leave the list and follow her, and I'm gonna... No! Do not follow me. We are good destruction. 
As you go through the list, he tells you about something. I got something only somebody really might like, like you. You see this dagger? He takes a dagger, flips it in his hands. <laughs> it's not just a dagger. And then you see an eye pop out. It's a trained mimic. Hmm. So, how much I've damage training it since... I'm looking to steal some damage. No, 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 no. You're not thinking big enough. No, no, no. It does two... 2d4, but think about it when a mimic gets inside someone. Hmm. You have a good selling point there. So, imagine how much? eating someone from the inside out. Tell you what, I'll take it. You have to. Yeah, it has to. And he describes the process that it has to be made to your familiar and attuned to you. Or no, not attuned. It has to be made to your familiar. Hmm. All right. Sounds fine. Familiar. I wonder what other shapes it can take other than dagger. Anything you want. It's a trained <laughs> mimic, but it can only make something one foot by one foot in size you now have for 500 gold a pet mimic okay can i use my platinum for that you can pay with whatever you want this is the black market Nobody asks what you pay with, as long as it's worth the cost. How many platinum would the gold be? 50 platinum. Uh, 50? Uh, here's some quick math. My friend, quick math. Take a zero off. Easy, easy. You said 500 gold. Each platinum is worth 10 gold. So wouldn't 50 gold be... Or 50 platinum be 500 yes, gold. Yes, just take a zero off, yeah. he said. I will proceed to then give him 50 platinum. And go, deal done. Uh, I've got other things. You can roll three D100, but each D100 you want to roll is a hundred gold. Okay. Uh, this goes so for that anyone. Would be... Lula, you have found your way to the top of the stairs. You are now in front of room three. What do you want to do? I want to... Okay, so Lula is going to take a deep breath and knock on the door. Do you speak orc? Uh, give me a second. Yes.
Long story short, it's every expletive and orc you've ever heard. What was the room number I was told? I thought it was three. Two. Was it two? Yes. I go to, to, to room two then. <laughs> you go to room two. And I knock on the door. As you're knocking on the door, the three D100s that you rolled were... Oh, I needed the 48. roll? No, no, this was for uh, for anyone shopping in the black market. Oh. Oh, I, I let him... I, I uh, write in a note, monk, no armor. Uh, well, that doesn't really matter because... This is a small orb. It keeps in your pocket and it gently buzzes when someone about talks hatred or malicious intent about you when you're within 250 feet of them. Number 43. Oh, this one's kind of funny. This would be perfect for you. It's a dagger that always misses. As a monk, if you intend to hit someone, it still would miss. But imagine what that would be for, you know, intimidation stuff. Hmm. I mean, you could also you know, say, like, no, not my favorite dagger. How dare you kill me with my favorite dagger? Fair enough. Alrighty. It's not not like I don't throw throw uh, objects. My melee, my range weapon is a boomerang. <laughs> this one, it's a book. However, they don't know what the scribblings are. They say that they got the book under mysterious circumstances, and they'll give that one to you for free. Does that mean I get a reroll? If you want. Yeah. There are a stack of banned books. These books are known to be... Uh, <clears throat> used by a darker form of the monks. If they were to be perfected, it would give you a plus one to all acrobatics.
Well, there's already something that he's been trying to perfect. Speaking of which, uh, DM, has he perfected that ability that we were talking about? Uh, not quite During yet. I'm going to get you to make a roll for that later on. Game. Yes, I know, but we're, uh, that's sort of an end of the day thing. Alrighty. As this all transpires, that knock at the door... All right, all right, I'm going, I'm going. And you hear shuffling. You hear, oh, well, me pants. Oh, right, I don't wear pants. Oh, uh, oh, sweet. Oh, all right. And you hear the figure come to the door. He's it. Hello. Lula's, Lula's standing on the other side of the door with tears in her eyes going It's about your father. My father. My father. Alright, you have my attention. But to prove you're Let not a in. ninny. Wait, wait, wait. I don't just... I don't do just letting people into my room. I know better than that. I need you to tell me something about my father that only you could 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 know if you knew if you knew him. I was the one that cured him of his carpet fetish. That was the right. I was seven, and he just, one day, no more carpets. Mom was like, what the, oh, oh come in, come in, come in, come in, and come, come, what the fucking, the walk, the walk, oh, there it is, come in, come in. And he invites Lula you in, is and like you like on see. the verge of tears looking at him. And you see what could arguably be called... Mini Bickle. You know my father. <laughs> he was my friend. You see, you see a 17 year old. You see, my mother just died. And I've been, I've been looking, and, and he used to send home money, he did, and he loved my mother. He said he did, and he. He, then he stopped, and, and, and we wondered, and then one got sick, and, and without the money, I, I couldn't, uh, the medicine was expensive, and, well, I did, I could, I, I, I buried her, she said it was her favourite spot. She said it was where. She said it was where they met. It was this old burned down inn. I don't know why, but all he, everywhere he, he said he'd go, all oh, that place burnt down. 
Oh, and that place then built down. All the letters. Oh, and that place then built down. So I, I buried him in... Kellich? Kellich's Inn. And something about a good, I don't remember. And oh, God. so now I'm I'm lo- I'm looking I'm looking for um I'm looking for people who might know him. I I knew him well. He was a very good friend of mine. Little Junior's gonna close the door. Say, come in. I'll I'll get you a drink. Do you drink? I suppose if you're a friend of me dad, you I... had to drink. Oh, to put up with him. I don't drink anymore. Would you have one for for him? You know, for me, so I can have at least one drink with my dad. That with somebody that knew him. Lulu's gonna smile at him. Lulu's gonna smile at him and just nod her head slightly and go, Yeah, I'll have a drink. Normally, I, uh, I don't drink this stuff, but, uh, it seems like the right time. It's, um, it's a bottle me ma saved. Uh, she and, and dad had the first half. I'd like to. I'd like to know what happened to him with a drink. And he's going to to pour you both a glass of pretty decent whiskey. Sit down, start a fire, a fire, and say, "So, tell me about my dad." Well, he told all the best dad jokes. Oh, kind of misses. You didn't read his letter. They were terrible. Terrible. Yeah, they were terrible. That's what made them so good. Did he? uh, Did he get along with people? Was 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 he good with people? He got along with everybody. I'm oh, surprised he did. you don't have more siblings. Um. Well. <laughs> they only met the once. Uh, not with your mom. Well, fuck you too, then. Takes well, a drink. You your father had I'm a very... I'm offering you a drink and you're calling me a bastard and I've got more brothers oh, and sisters no, than here. I'm just saying, your father had this way with people and it usually oh, ended up this in way. a bed. Alright, so what he do, like, whip it out and be like, oh, look at me, cock. No, I, I, I bet he was better than that. Come on. I mean, you see, he's just gonna. He wasn't all that imaginative. Ice around in this glass and shuffle it. Uh, 
Lady, can, can I tell you just a wee secret? Just a wee one. I'm getting secrets. Uh, I'm a virgin. Okay. Oh. Uh, and. It's a rite of passage for fathers to help their sons. To, you know, find a wife. To do what? Find a I wife! Mean, you don't have to find a wife now. You can just find someone for a night. Wait, you can do that? Yeah, I did it all the time before I met my husband. Oh, I had to find the right lied. one somehow. Me mom lied. Your mom was a prude. Your mom was a prude. No. <sighs> and as you tell him about his father, Tim Hopper, you have found your very inappropriate items. Packed them away. Oh, no, 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 no. You decide no, to no. join the rest? For... If we're talking about the clothes, he only took the dress. <laughs> what are you talking about? I was talking about the, the stuff that you purchased in the black market. Oh. I thought you were talking about uh, we went back, picked up the clothes. You haven't gone back yet. I thought you were skipping ahead. No! I was skipping to I mean... you... After you went to purchase the stuff at the black market guy. Well, after I did that, I'm gonna look over to wait, uh I just draw a question mark as I draw uh a stick figure head with a fire coming off of it. I go where and write down where's agony because I don't see her around anymore. What? And then I'm like, where's Lula? Uh... And I'm go, hmm? go on. And then I'm gonna listen for Lula's uh, voice. And see if I can pick it out in the crap in for all the commotion. Well, Lula is in the privacy of a bedroom right now. Correct. Uh, bunny hearing. So I'll roll perception. I guess the privacy of a bedroom means nothing. Well, considering that he's not going to be able to hear anything, because these bedrooms are soundproof. 
mine, so no, nah, I wouldn't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go over the list and go. All right, bar, cross that off. Ma magic shop, question mark. And then after the magic shop, it was sports. And he's, he's going to circle that. And considering he's left alone, he's going to go to the bar, barkeep, write down, do you know where the girls went? And he's just going to point upstairs. Upstairs he goes. As you head upstairs, you see Lula talking with someone who looks familiar, but not quite. So you're telling me that he just slept around? I mean, yeah, we all kind of did for a while. Wow. Stuff you, you learn something new every day. I suppose my mum was a prude, wasn't she? And Tim, you arrive at the door. What do you want to do? I'm gonna stand, lean against the doorway, standing in it. I just knock on the doorway. No, no, door's closed. Twice. Okay. Who's there? Uh, you see a note slide in with Lula question mark. This is Tim. The fuck's a Tim? An annoying pet. An annoying pet? Should I let it in? I, I never know slides underneath saying, I was told to hold my breath. Still holding my breath. Well, don't. Well, don't. Don't hold your breath unless you have to. I'm sorry. I... You sound familiar. And you sound small. Uh, uh, and a little pathetic. Mind if I open the door? It's locked from the inside. Hold on. And the door opens, revealing what looks like Bickle at age 17 with a shorter, less of a beard, more of a rosiness to the cheeks. Kind of help I'm you. I'm going to tear up. Bickle? Oh, shit, there's a crying bunny at the door. Oh, fuck. Bickle. Lady, do you know anything I about crying bunnies at my door? It's Tim, it's not Bickle. 
Oh, it's not. That's my dad. He looks. Stop crying. It's his son. You were the one he was sending letters to? Yes. He, he was a he was a great man and he always asked for consent. I I'll just have a quick question for you though. Are you the bunny who launched him off of a fucking mountain? He he never let me live that down. I wonder why. I, I and caught that him. Is where we're we're going to end tonight's game. Don't forget, everybody, next week we're going to be doing the final episode before the draw. That's going to be again for a free hoodie from the guys at Primish Sharp Edge Dice. Don't forget, check them out and the Real Fresh channel. And if you're feeling a little tired after that episode, go to Dubby using promo code. You want to do what for 10% off on us? Good night, everybody. <laughs>